buttons and scroll wheels that's always maddening you know yeah. on a computer you just drop down boxes you know, yeah right it'll it'll play music but you may be losing certain feature sets that are you were expecting like in the old days it was almost easier Back in a day when the video formats were changing and, uh, you know, originally way back, you go back and there was one single coaxial cable for video, right? It was a composite, they called it composite video. Yeah. You know? The yellow wire. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yellow yellow wire. white press. It wasn't marked yellow. Yeah. Well, in that case, yeah. Well, so the white and red were left and right audio. Mm. So you'd have, yeah, you'd have left, yeah. right channel and a video cable. And I guess, I don't know what you'd be hooking up with this, maybe out of your old school VCR or... Something like that. Old camcorder, you know, one where you had to turn the wheel to make it... Oh, no. <laughs> I think it was a little before that. Yeah. We were just doing that before. We were like, how do you do the... Uh, uh, how do you tell somebody that you're recording video, you know? Not like that. Yeah, well, that would be no, like... No one would get that. You know, see, yeah. who would get that? Yeah, you know? well, we, yeah. we were trying to figure out, well, how would you show symbolize that you're, let's go do a video? We couldn't figure out. <laughs> let's go. But anyway... We wanted to talk a little bit about, about cabling um, and the wild, the wild west that it is. Uh, it's very confusing. I remember, like you know, I remember when when we went from composite to component video, and I mean, I wasn't in the video at the time. We were audio guys. We have speaker cable. And we have interconnector, right? mm -hmm. and you start looking at these video formats for hooking stuff up in the home environment and stuff. And component, all of a sudden, now there were three coaxial cables to get picture, and it's like, whoa! You went from one to three. Well, yeah. and that's video. I don't, I don't know if that came before. Yes, yeah, video lasted for like three years. It yeah, seems. yeah. Well, that the plug that those mini plugs they use sucked. Everyone was bust, busting pins mm -hmm. on them. Yeah, because you couldn't you couldn't see where you yeah, were right. It's always in. like I can't <laughs> see behind this VCR. Yeah, and it just stink, and the yeah. pin fell out, and the cable was shot, and yeah. But yeah, but S video was actually well, there were four pins, four wires. I don't know what they did with it. They ran. I, I think it was basically know. composite or component in a single cable. Yeah, the thought was, was to make it the best of both. I think it was a different format, but um, well, it might have been a different format, but it probably was similar enough to that because they broke out. They, I think they separated chrominance and luminance, but anyway, who cares? Yeah. Sounds believable. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. But but it was a it definitely had better picture quality than the composite, which yeah, just no doubt when yeah. when things started getting better and you know you went away from your five inch black and white sets mm -hmm. <laughs> to something real with resolution on the screen these but we're things, talking about audio yeah well i'm getting there mm -hmm. okay. so anyway bottom line is that so now you you know you went to component and then you was, so now you had composite component as video now people are confused as hell right because what mm -hmm. cable do i get i got this tv and i got this thing i want to hook up to it and no one knew what the hell they get they just didn't know. I just didn't know. You know, it was well. It actually is more complicated because some TVs had components, some didn't. You right. Know? So then it's like, oh well, what TV do you have? Well, I don't know. Well, it yeah. made it almost impossible to plan ahead. Yeah. Because until you had it in front of you, you know. And I mean, we're going back where our internet was young too. You couldn't like just pull up an owner's manual on the internet and say, oh, there's the back panel. Show a picture yeah. of back availability panel. of information. Was you tough. had to have it in front of you. So like, okay, first you buy the stuff, then you figure out what cable to get for it. It was a process, you know. And then you, it's not like you had eBay either or Amazon where you go just order the cable. You had to physically go to a store and buy the cable. Radio Shack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, well, it's just now gone. Yeah, mm. which, anyway, okay, so not enough history. Yeah. Audio is kind of like that too. We're running into the same gambit of cabling. It's kind of in that range. It's well, the early digital. days. There's one more step though, HDMI then. 
like because in video because then like the back receivers who had all those things on them and now they're just like they got seven hdmi ports on the yeah, back right. of the receiver and it cleaned yeah, you it all how up. many they used to have you yeah. have the compo component yeah. the composite yeah. yes video even yeah. sometimes two component outs and right. in the early days of hdmi hdmi 2 also yeah so it was just massive but now it all got replaced basically yeah. with hdmi right so yeah. in video we kind of sorted it out sort of yeah, yeah. someone came out with a standard that it took works. 20 years yeah now years. the problem with doing that is then they had to keep revising the hdmi standard as things progressed but yeah that's a different problem yeah. well audio seems to be a bit like that today when you're talking about digital audio you try to connect a dac to a source a dap or a computer or something like that you typically have options, multiple options, and there's pros and cons and technicalities to each, but for the most part, they all kind of work, so it makes it more difficult, if anything, because then the question is, which one do you use? Which one's best? Is there a difference? Does it even matter? Yeah, and I mean, HDMI, like we said, is pretty much taken over, so you'll see in video and in video and home theater is kind of combined in that. If you have used just a receiver, it pretty much is all just going to have HDMI. Might have a might have a composite or component they still put input. Them in, yeah, just just for shits and giggles, in case you got something old you want to hook up to it. Receivers have a hundred connectors on the back, but in the high, in the more higher end things, you are usually limited to a few. But that's not true either, because now DACs, like you look at the back panel, even some of them are yeah. really cluttered. Yeah, they're full of connectors, fifty-eight different mm. connectors. You know, and if you're new at this, like I get this question once in a while, people are like, "Well, what do I need for a cable?" Because they where do you? It's like it's like the old days of the video. Yeah, how do you? You know? don't know where to begin. Yeah, you don't know. I mean, okay, so if I get one and hook connects to this connector and it connects to that connector, will I actually hear music? <laughs> it's a good yeah. question. Maybe, maybe not. I think we're kind of in a weird stage right now because everything will work and it'll serve the task. There are some typically data rate limitations, so maybe you won't get the highest bit rate, the highest quality sent from your computer or your DAP or whatever to the device if you use the wrong connector. But generally, that isn't really that big of a factor. It seems most people are using USB because they know it, which right. is kind of a pro and a con. It works, works fine, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's the best connector. But all the time. we seem to be relying on it because everybody has it, they use it, they're familiar with it. It's universal. <laughs> oh, is it now? Is it also a serial bus? Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, the cool thing about USB, like in, particularly in the higher end of audio, is that it, it will usually can handle all data rates. So that telling somebody, okay, you want to use USB, I mean, for the most part, you're, you're going to be able to play at the highest data rate that the system's capable of. And the, the cons of that is that, that that's dependent on what you're using it with. System compatibility. There, yeah, there are drivers, software drivers that might have to be in a PC to be able to get, if you're using a PC for a source, you know. In, 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 the, in the higher end of things, usually this stuff is all sorted out for you, you know, because you're not, you're not running a computer. You're running a, a, well, I don't know what you'd be running, a phone. Could be a phone. Yeah. yeah, an iPad. But even then, you've got iOS devices, and you've got Android. They run different adapter cables, right? So that gets confusing. Well, it depends on whether or not they wanted to use the standardized, standardized interfaces. Because turns out there is a standardized protocol for sending audio over USB. It isn't always used and implemented properly, so sometimes you have issues. Sometimes you need to install a driver. Other times a driver is installed seamlessly in the background. And that's kind of the messy thing. Uh, it seems now most things you plug them in, they work over USB. But that's not always the case. Sometimes you have uh, drivers that are required to enhance the features or the capabilities of the device. 
um, if you have uh, two-way communications or something, some controls on the phone. Yeah, right. It'll it'll play music, but you may be losing certain feature sets that are you were expecting, like you know, whatever. I don't know what. Depends on what the software was made to do. Some of the stuff does a ton of different things in yeah. addition to well, regular and audio. It's a lot easier to use usually uh, instead of like going through menus with like buttons and scroll wheels that's always maddening you know yeah. on a computer you just drop down boxes you know? yeah well if you know where those drop down boxes well, are, i find you, it easier you yeah. have to assume some people don't, aren't aren't savvy with the computers either so it gets difficult that's you know? kind of the factor though right because if you're looking at a general recommendation somebody knows nothing they want to plug it in and work in the old days it was almost easier because you could say oh you just plug in your yellow cable to the yellow plug, yeah, right. you have video. Now it's kind of like, well, what computer are you using? How are you using it? Yeah. And sometimes you even have issues with certain USB ports on your computer in some cases. Um, there's uh, different types of ports, many different types and formats of, of USB these days. And sometimes there's issues with certain ones being used for audio in certain situations. Because yeah. now there's like 14 different USB standards and it's very unclear which one's what. So unfortunately, we don't have a way in a simple video to define what USB cable you need to hook up where and what drivers you need because that's a variable depending on... Plug it in, see if it works. Mm, yeah, there's a start. Because yeah. usually it'll probably work. Well, and read the owner's manual too. I mean, I hate to say that, but it's true, is take a look at... I mean, usually at the beginning of the instructions, the first things they're showing you is, other than turning it on and put, putting an AC power on it, right, is how to connect it. And, uh, of course, if you have 10 different options, there, that's going to blow your mind. Mm. But... USB for audio is probably the safest bet. I'm not saying it's the best thing possible ever in the world yeah. for high-res music, but it'll almost always get you high-res out of the system. You know what I mean? Without having to think too hard about it. I'll figure out, until I'll figure it out, it's, it's unfortunately the most universal thing we have. Right now. Yeah. I know my last uh, motherboard, it, uh, it had a USB port that wouldn't work. It kept crashing when I plugged my DAC into it. Yeah. Plugged into another one, it works, so. Yeah. That is a thing. Shitty motherboard. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Well, there's different chipsets and stuff behind these different ports. Sometimes you'll see on, especially on high-end computers now, they'll have different colored USB ports, and sometimes they're labeled differently. But the standards are kind of messy and changing all the time still, so it's kind of difficult to make a general sweeping recommendation to somebody, and that's part of the issue with USB. Usually it works fine. And it's funny, you know, it's too bad that for whatever reason HDMI isn't really, even though it's used a lot in the consumer world, hooking TVs and receivers and stuff up. It's pretty seamless nowadays. But for whatever reason, that never got integrated into high-end two-channel. There's just, I don't know, what. there's just too many rules, handshaking, you know, uh, resolution limitations that the studios don't want you to have full res. Everything has to communicate with each other. We're in high-end, you know, you have a tube preamp. There's nothing there to communicate well, with, yeah. all right? It's, it's just, I'm just saying, you know, so you can't go HDMI into a tube, any any type of the higher-end audio stuff because it just it's not designed with that set subset of electronics that are capable of handling it properly, you know, where you just kind of need a receiver, which is too bad because, anyway, that's a whole different process. Bottom line is that, you know, it just depends. There's no good answer, you know. No, the, unfortunately, there isn't. Yeah. It would be nice if we had a standard that was universal, that just worked. But right now, we kind of don't. Um, it seems like it's still evolving because there's a few DACs that are moving towards um, Ethernet, and everything still pretty much has optical, it seems, oddly enough. That standard never really took off, but it's still on so many products. And 
it has its benefits, I suppose, but you don't see a lot of people using it. Well, they got rid of the, the Apple TV. They got rid of the optical out. Yeah, and it's HDMI only now. That's it. Yeah, so they, they narrowed that down. Yeah. Yeah. So you can still find motherboards with optical. Still yeah. quite a few DACs have optical. Yeah. Yeah, I know I looked. I didn't even know my, my motherboard, a new one has it. Huh? I'm like, I don't think it does. And I looked, oh, actually. Yeah, 2022, and they're still yeah, shipping they're, motherboards. There's optical outputs on most of today's TV sets, the flat yep. screen. So you could come optical out of a TV and come into a DAC or a receiver with optical. And actually, I prefer optical for televisions because TVs are noisy devices. They, they generate a lot of hash and just weird noise that if you hook a wire up to it, the noise travels down the wire and gets in everything Electrical else. Electrical noise. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. so with optical, there's no wire. It's optical. It's a it's a fiber. It's plastic or glass, right? Well, so. That is the mainly the only way people usually use uh, audio. And HDMI is with TVs, with ARC and everything, eARC now. Yeah. You know, so that's an audio return channel. Right. So you're running audio over HDMI. And by all means, with a TV, that's pretty much what you're going to run. It's easy. It's the only way you're going to you get just, the res out of the TV. Yeah, it, it's pretty much all you got yeah. now. But if you're trying to get audio out of the TV, like optical is a good way to go to hook up to a, a subs. Like I've got my TV hooked up to the headphone system and the two-channel mm-hmm. with a 25-foot optical cable. And that's another thing, too. You can run a 25-foot optical yeah. cable because... It's just light and probably isn't going to have an issue with it. You can probably run 50 feet. It's not an issue. But your wow. resolution only is limited. It might be limited to like 48K, something like that. It's it's not going to give you the res of HDMI, but it gives you audio and it doesn't sound bad. And, you know, it's decoded audio, the TV. Whatever you're watching, it's it's there. Well, so, yeah, it won't get degraded. It'll just not work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. So, I don't know. I mean, you know. That's about it. I mean, it's well, really... We could talk about the newer interfaces, I2S yeah. over HDMI. Yeah. Some companies use that. That's a not emerging many. standard, sort of, but it's kind of not a standard, which yeah. is the issue yet again. Yeah, because yeah, we've had a couple people ask me that, like with the Sagra, because it has I2S in, and it's a, it's an HDMI connector. And, you know, like, what's the pinout? They want what the pinout is to tell. They're trying to figure out if it's equivalent to whatever the hell they're trying to connect it to at the other end. Yeah. And there's no standard. They're just kind of frigging it and using I squared S as it works. But it's a non standard. There's a lot of wires in an I squared in a, in a HDMI cable, so it gives them all the wire they need to hook these things yeah. up. You know, just a question of how they connect it at each end and in the units themselves. It's crazy. The hope is in time we'll see an interface that is optimized for high end audio and somebody develops a standard, and people actually use it. But right now, pretty much use USB if you're working off a computer because you don't have a lot of options. It's either that or optical, and USB probably is the preferred method for most acts. If you're worried about resolution, if noise is an issue and you don't need to have maximize your resolution, optical is great because, again, you're isolating the computer from the, you know, if if it's just general use, optical is pretty easy if you have it. Usually you know, very reliable. And there's nothing to think about. It's going to work. Yeah. You know, there's no drivers. There's no yeah. software. Optical is kind of like the, the yellow video cable yeah. of the audio composite now. video you know, It's just like you yeah. plug it in and it pretty much works. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. So it's nice in that regard. Yeah. But it does have some limitations. For yeah. the most part, they're really not severe and it works fine. So it's a viable option. But the Ethernet options also a little messy right now. Uh, unfortunately, it doesn't seem like there's a, uh, a well-developed standard that everybody settled on, so you don't see the connector being put on a lot of things, and sometimes it's not um, 
a lot of times it seems like an I and audio people are just using the cables as a conductor and they're not using uh, like a, a standard interface. So sometimes you plug it into a different brand and it doesn't work properly. And that's a bit of an issue. Well, I ran into recently, a couple of weeks ago, a situation where my only option was to run HDMI audio. No hmm. other option. Yeah. Coming out of my uh, uh, 4K Blu-ray player, hmm. I had to run independent HDMI only audio through my receiver because if I went through the receiver and then went out the receiver to, to my projector, it would it wouldn't have an it didn't pass through the uh, HDR. It would it would be 4K, oh. but it didn't have the your uh, receiver the new stand. was limiting it was a couple the, years old. Yeah, your receiver was yeah. was limiting the bandwidth. Yeah, so I had to yeah. bypass it, send video. So you to either projector. buy a new high end receiver right. that's capable of passing a these the new latest, standards. Yeah. yeah, right. Or like it or says you, on it, 4K ready and everything, yeah. and it does pass 4K. Well, you're fortunate you had a Blu-ray player that had two HDMI yeah. outs because. That's not always the case. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was like, I don't, why isn't this working? Yeah. I'm like, why isn't it? It's just supposed to be HDR, right? And then, yep. I'm, yeah. Two cables. And usually, be blaming a cable. Maybe I did like, initially. Like this piece of yeah, shit. Yeah. I tried a cable. different one. The problem yeah. is, I have a uh, 50 foot HDMI oh, cable. Yeah. yeah. Actually, that's another big factor. It, luckily, it seems like somebody's actually on now. Linus over at Linus Tech Tips. Oh yeah. He's testing. actually going to be testing allegedly all these cables that say they are a standard. And as it turns out, it seems like a lot of cables don't meet the standards they claim to be, which is a big issue. Because you buy a cable and it says it's 1.4A or whatever, and if it doesn't actually do that, you have problems. You think it's supposed to be compatible, but Well, I think they're finding out it's at the bottom basement bargain price range that really are failing, Well, I guess we'll find out. I mean, we're not talking talking to get going to spend hundreds of dollars on one on an HMI cable, but... You know, I, th- I thought they tested a bunch of them that were like you they know, did. reasonable. They were they were all pretty yeah, much generally the speaking. The cheap, cheap joint ones they yeah. don't work. Yeah, this, this, they don't do what they the say. The sub ten dollar range is questionable. Yeah. <laughs> and the trouble is, they, you get video, but they don't meet the standards they claim. So if you're buying the cable specifically because it needs to be this type of standard or whatever, uh, it's an issue if it says it is, but it isn't. Yeah, well, I've ran into this as well. Don't you need to look? <laughs> what do you look for? You're looking for verified. Tested, verified, they call it that. Yeah, well, you don't really know. That's the thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah, There's no good way to test that. Well, you can get a cable tester. Oh, then try it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You can try it and see if it works. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I ran into that before because when uh, uh, the new uh, Apple TV came out and it ran Dolby Vision to um, certain TVs, uh, it would have a test built in to the Apple TV to see if you can actually run Dolby Vision. And I, I had a, a cable laying around. I tried like three different cables and none of them worked, you know. <laughs> and uh, so it's like, oh, I guess I need a new cable. And then I got I got a new cable, but it was a longer than the two meter standard that, that they had for the new spec. And it went like, I'm like, uh-oh, I don't think it's going to work. And then it worked. Then it's never did that since. So. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like it figured it out. Or yeah, anything. yeah. I don't, I don't know what happened. Apparently but, it figured it out. Yeah, it's never, never had a glitch. But yeah. Huh. I was a little worried initially. Yeah. Yeah. I'd still be worried. I'd say that thing's on a hairy no, edge. <laughs> it's been it's been working for like two years. Oh, now, that's so. pretty good. Yeah, don't sneeze. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> don't move anything. Oh, now it's, it's a different of, TV. It's like when they're doing a trade show, right? It's like there's tab things that are taboo to do at a trade show yeah. because you don't want anything to quit. You know, you don't want anything to fit like that. in the middle of the show. Yeah, don't do that. Don't touch that. Turn that off at night. <laughs> yeah. It's working now. Nobody it's working. Don't, yeah, some, someone's going to hey, can you plug this in for me? I want to try it. No, we can't. <laughs> We're not touching the system. You know, it works. <laughs> anyway. Well, unfortunately, audio is kind of still early days with all these new standards. And 
it seems since all these standards continue to change and evolve, nobody really has enough time to ensure that their product, their cable, their whatever, actually performs and works properly all the time. And it's a bit of an issue. You have an old cable, you plug it in, you think it's going to work. It says on it, it's a standard, but it doesn't and it, work. And the thing is, people think in their mind it worked before. It worked before, yeah. And it was just working. So there's right. nothing wrong with the cable. And they're right. <laughs> but, right. Uh, you know. I mean, that's the thing, though. They all the, In all these situations, it still worked. That's the thing. Yeah. It still put out video, you know. Just not what it was yeah, supposed right, to. Right. It just couldn't hit that, right. the higher limit. Now, can you imagine how many people in the world are probably at that level where they don't realize that they're not getting the full benefit of their new flat screen? Yeah, you, know, you plug like an eight-year-old HDMI cable yeah. in. Yeah. And you got a picture. It yeah. looks all right. You yeah. know? And then the picture will come out. Yeah. yeah, and you're adjusting it. And you're going, ah, you thought you'd be more impressed with this new TV, mm-hmm. and you're not. I guess that's part of the fact, <laughs> you know, though, because it's not yeah. like the old Who would days. Know? It will work, probably. It yeah. just won't work properly. Yeah. And so you need to be the detective to figure out whether or not it's doing the it's right thing. It's kind of like routers. I found out with a home router, so it's the same kind of thing, right? You Every three to five years, you kind of really got to – the cable, if you have a cable modem, too, same thing. The cable modems become obsolete as Everything our, gets better, our bandwidth yeah. is increasing, you know, and you're wondering why, you know, five people in the house are having a problem with Internet. Well, it's probably that $90 freaking Internet router you bought. It works fine. You know, the Motorola cable modem works fine. Yeah. But for some reason, you're not getting what you expect out of your Internet. Well, the cable company's second question after, is it plugged in, they ask you what you have yeah. for hardware. Right. It, yeah, because they know right away what its yeah. limitations are. Yep. But yeah, those are the two things I noticed. I noticed that a lot of my house, like three to five years is Steve, you know, for cable modems and for routers. Routers may be a little longer if you get a good one. Well, in pretty much anything that continues to evolve and improve, computers and technology especially, um, usually, yeah, things change fast. So you have a thing that you might not consider. You have an HDMI cable or something like that. And you might not recognize it could actually be a limitation. And some of them aren't even marked what standard is supposed to be. And plenty of them apparently don't hit the standard. So I don't know how you know, but yeah, try it. that's an issue. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. And you got to know where to look on the screen, to, yeah. to, where the info, where it tells you what the res right. you're looking at. Not all TVs do that. And, you and sometimes know what, it's hard to you find. You got to know what you're looking for, too. Even if it tells you, you got to know the numbers, you know. That's the issue. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's, it is complicated, just like audio. Mm. It's, it just never ends. Yeah, well. The first time I noticed it, the cable not being adequate, the cheaper one I got, uh, I'm like, it got to that, like, blue screen, you know, that's, like, the warning, whatever, you know, copying this disc or whatever. And I'm like, this is 1080p, like, instantly. Yeah. I'm like, oh. Yeah, because the text looks like Yeah, crap. it's like, yeah, 1080p. I'm like, yeah. something's wrong. Yeah. Well, but. <laughs> I mean, there you have it. We tried to make this simple, but it's not, you know. There's no simple answer. Mm-mm. There's no simple answer to this. Pretty much. Either just use USB and hope it works fine or contact the manufacturer and ask them if they actually have a reason, a logical reason for why you would want to use well, that's the real. That. that's the real thing is if you're not sure, seek professional help. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it depends on the gear. <laughs> it's always been like that. Yeah, it's sometimes like these that. plugs are just slammed on it just to give it more compatibility. Other times they put a significant emphasis on a particular input and that should be your priority to use that one. But it really depends on the gear. Uh, right now, the standards are kind of too immature to make a, a sweeping recommendation. Yep. So there you have it. There ain't none to make other than try it. <laughs> yeah. You know? Unfortunately. But or yeah. stick with USB. You're probably good. USB yeah, probably. USB. That's what I tell almost everybody. It's just, it's kind of like, it's 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 pretty much everything's made to work with that in high-end audio. And, you know, and if, it don't, if it don't work, 
consider yourself lucky because now you're gonna you get to figure out why. Oh yeah. Oh, and that'll fine. solve the problem right there. Yeah. Yeah. Once you figure out why it didn't work, then well, then you know all about it. You know. Yeah, well, you know that, what. right. It's a it's a, yeah, actually, try. yeah. Right. That's true. It's a learning curve, mm. like everything in audio. Maybe it's intentional. It's an learning. educational process. Mm. Yes. Okay. You go. Oh, that'll never trick me again. Mm-hmm. But it will. Mm. <laughs> Inevitably. And that, whatever. When we got to get moving. Thank you, everyone, for watching. Thumbs us up. Take care.